Hello and welcome back to a brand new episode of Uniprep, the only vlog that helps you answer all of your college questions and concerns. Today, we'll be talking about the types of applications, safety on campus, and honors programs in college. Let's get right into it. So, question number one. What kinds of applications are there? Well, there are a few types of applications, um, namely common, coalition, universal, college-specific, and system-shared applications. The common and coalition are the two main ones, but they're all pretty different. The college-specific means that you have to write a different one for each application, uh, for each college that requires specific application. And common is the universal one, so one application. System shared is for many schools that use one application, so it's also similar to the common one. Moving on to the next question. What is le common application? The common application is one of the two most commonly uh, done and most commonly accepted by all colleges. It's basically an online application that you send to every college that you apply to. Um, it's just your resume, basically, of what you are. And the universal application is similar to this, although it's for a specific group of colleges. Basically, just remember that it is the same application for every college that you apply to. Uh, the system shared is also a variation, again, being for... A group of colleges instead of every college that you might apply to. Now moving on to the counterpart. What is the coalition application? Now the coalition application, while it is the opposite of the common application, it's not like it's different for every college as you might think. It's just that you compile everything in your application as you go along. So you could st you start freshman year compiling everything you do, and by senior year, when you're done, you just send that. Uh, it is also not unique to each college, so like common application, you just have to send it to every college that you apply to, and that accepts it because not all colleges want the co coalition application. And the next question. How about the different? Uh, there are some similarities and some differences between the two most common types of applications. The essays on both are quite similar each year, and they're both due at the same time, unless you do the um, early decision or early action, in which case it's whenever those are due. I've already explained the exact different styles and approaches of each application, but there is one big difference. Common is mostly for uh, more public or state schools, although private schools accept it. And coalition is only accepted by a fraction of how many um, schools accept common application. So it's just how many colleges accept it, really. And the last question for this topic. Is one better than the other? It can be argued that common application is better than coalition, but the way that I'll put it is that common is the standard sort of application, 
and coalition is the deviation from the standard. It mostly depends on the uh, person and their preference when deciding on applying. Uh, so there isn't really a better one. However, you should know that coalition is accepted by far less schools than the common. So really, it's just based on the person. Are you going to try to start earlier or try to start like when you really have to do it only now the next topic um maybe you as a student don't really care about staying safe but you know some of you might and your parents will definitely care so starting with our first question what the ways of a staying safe are there <coughs> Now, there are many ways that the campus can keep you safe, uh, which I will go over. But the ways that you can help keep yourself safe are, there. there's plenty. You can keep yourself safe by not walking alone at night, uh, always remembering to lock your door, even if campus security requires um, a lot to get into your dorm, you should always lock it. Uh, and you know, sh you should always know where campus security is located for quick access. And I'm just throwing this out there, but you should probably learn how to defend yourself, maybe, if you really care. And the next question, what if I'm feeling unsafe outside? Well, there is a system in all colleges uh, known as the blue button. It is a system where there are of blue buttons scattered throughout campus if you press it campus security will go there and escort you to your room they have even updated it so that an app on your phone so that you don't have to sit in one spot if you really feel unsafe uh the security you saw is pretty intense in the dorms that you need to show your um id three times before you're even allowed to enter into your room uh, you can also use the blue button if you don't feel like walking to your dorm, um, or if you get locked out of your dorm for accidentally. And moving on to the next question. Oh, is campus security, my friend? Every college has its own department of campus security, no matter where and how, or how good or bad the college is. They're all 24 hours um, a day, seven days a week. And people have said that campus security is almost always on time and very effective at keeping their college safe, according to what they have to say. They also operate separately from the city or state police and only have to worry about their own campus, which is a big plus because the campus isn't as big as patrolling a whole city is. And the next question. How hard is it to enter my dorm, senor? For most colleges, it is very hard to enter into the building if you don't have an ID or some sort of identification. You have to use your card to get in, then you have to show it to the security guard to let him let you in. Finally, you have to unlock your own room again with your card. If you feel that it that isn't enough, you could always install a camera in your room, or um, you could hide your your belongings. The most common theft on campuses in dorms are textbooks. It's pretty funny. 
Um, or most importantly, installing alarms in your dorm, which might do more than a camera, I guess. And finishing this section off. Is college safe? Now, for the fact that it has its own security system, its own um, campus police, which only patrols that campus, a system where you can call them from anywhere and that they will always respond and take you to your dorm, and the fact that it is almost impossible to enter another person's dorm, I would say that college is fairly safe, at least compared to most other places. Now, the only thing that could be a factor is your immediate surrounding area, which is not part of your campus. That part could be unsafe, so you should check it out online before uh, making the decision if it matters to you that much. Now, honors program is not really the same as honors honor roll, although they are somewhat similar. So, what are honors programs? College honors programs are pretty much what you think they are. Programs that are challenging for the more motivated and ambitious students. They're usually in one specific field, so you're not going to get like a general education in honors. It's one field, such as science or arts. The general requirement is a high GPA. However, some also ask to submit your standardized test scores for you to be allowed to get in. Moving on. Are they a scholarship infused? Now, there are some honors programs that give you scholarships, which is money either to you or your parents. Uh, it can either be indirect, uh, which means that like it just goes to directly paying your college, um, or direct, which means that they just give you the money as you see fit. Uh, now, this keep in mind, this is a scholarship during college, and as a last point, you are more likely to be given a scholarship in if you make it into this honor into honors programs because you're more gifted and there are some scholarships that are only for honors students and the next question how do you sign up first off some colleges will be reviewed uh for honors programs uh for you will be reviewed sorry for honors programs regardless if you want to like as soon as you apply they're going to check over your transcript and see if you can make it in. If you're good enough and if you want to, you can always decline, you will get into it automatically. However, this is not the case for every college. Some, you must go there and ask that your transcript be reviewed manually. Now, ask your counselor in your college uh, when you get there who you need to ask to get into these programs because it might not be the same for every one of them. Uh, you can also sign up later for honors programs at the beginning of each new year, and for in some cases, each new semester. And the next question for this section, how good do you have to be? Usually for colleges, there are three categories, uh, cum laude, summa cum laude, and magna cum laude. Uh, they are all Latin for uh, with honor and then, like, very with honor, etc. 
Um, these are graduating with honors, basically what it is. Um, these uh, cum laude is with a GPA of from 3.5, 3.7. So if you get in to, uh, by the way, you have to have like 3.5 at least to get in. Uh, if you graduate with in between those, you'll get cum laude, etc. So magna cum laude is from 3.7 to 3.9, and finally summa cum laude is 4.0, the highest amount possible. And now it is time for our last question of the day. What are some requirements for the might? Some requirements to get into the honors programs might not only be high GPA, which is 3.5, as I said in the last question, but also some previous course, maybe, or um, an SAT score or ACT score, as I said in the beginning. Once you are in the course, um, the requirements to say in it will probably be to keep your high GPA, first off, and also to get enough credits to pass the class that you've been put in, because it's a class just like any other. If you fail to meet some requirements, you may be kick out, kicked out of the honors program, and nobody wants that. And now it's time for everyone's favorite part of every episode, uh, the part where I make fun of colleges and their incessant email sending. Um, I know I don't know by this point. What is it? It's April. I've toured colleges. Um, I've made some decisions. So by this point, I don't know why you're still sending me emails, but it's good because I get to make fun of them. So first off, this is a trend that I see. It is from this one's from Bard's College. Um, it's like a discovery day where I get to discover the campus, but I, f I just feel like the dates are always so inconvenient. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm going to book a tour, I'm going to book it when it's most convenient for me. But, like, when you put a date, it's just really inconvenient. This one is in Massachusetts, so at least it's close. Now, for something else, eh, uh, we're back to the same links. In fact, I got two emails, one from... Stephen Institute of Technology, and the second one from Case Western Reserve University, and it is the same exact link to the same exact article, Best and Brightest, How America's Top Scholars Choose Their Ideal College. I mean, if, if you're gonna, if you're gonna put a link, at least make it different from all the other colleges, but hey, that's just my opinion. Uh, yeah, so I was in Washington, uh, touring the colleges, Washington, D.C. Um, I have to say, probably my favorite was Georgetown. And overall, I've said it before, but I very, I highly recommend actually going to these colleges because, one, you'll be impressed, and second off, you can just find um, how they say where you fit in the best. Well... That is all we have time for on this episode. I hope you have enjoyed this new installment of Uniprep, the only law that helps you answer all of your college questions and concerns. I do hope you will catch the next episode. Goodbye.